I'm Brennan Zerby, and welcome to the Mile Sciences Weekly Podcast, where I bring you topics each week in fitness, nutrition, sleep, cognition, finance, and minimalism to help you become healthier and happier. This week I'm covering, is the fasting mimicking diet worth it? Let's get into it. I went from eating 3,000 calories a day to 800 with the fasting mimicking diet. I ended up losing nine pounds in five days, but I plan to gain it all back within a couple of weeks. I didn't do this for weight loss, but improvement in overall health and longevity. What is the fasting mimicking diet? Is this extreme caloric restriction healthy? And how has the latest review paper flipped my thoughts on doing it again? The fasting mimicking diet is a type of caloric restriction. It's designed to mimic fasting without fasting. Typically, participants consume 10 to 40% of their daily calories for five consecutive days, about 1,000 calories on day one and 800 calories a day the days after. I typically consume 3,000 calories, so that's a mere 27% of my typical caloric consumption. But those calories are nutrient-dense to prevent malnutrition. The fasting-mimicking diet is commercially available through Prolon, and it's marketed as a low-sugar, low-protein diet that contains high levels of unsaturated fat and micronutrients. My dad bought me two five-day FMD packages through Prolon last Christmas. I did the first one in March and the second one just last week. I've had two rounds of this diet and neither were that enjoyable. Hunger was rarely forgotten and my favorite foods were sorely missed. At the end of each of those five-day cycles, I thought I would never do this diet again. That was until I read the latest review, the ups and downs of caloric restriction and fasting. It reminded me why I did this in the first place. Reduced caloric intake without malnutrition has been repeatedly shown to elicit systematic health benefits. Interestingly, virtually all religions incorporate some form of it. Although I'd known this in the past, I'd forgotten the breadth and depth of those benefits. They start after 12 to 36 hours of caloric restriction. Metabolically, the body switches from using glucose for energy, a form of carbohydrate, to fat and ketone bodies. This results in a decrease in body fat. Cellularly, mechanisms to cope with this caloric restriction are boosted. Damaged DNA gets repaired so those cells can function properly. Instead of that DNA turning cancerous, it can now go back to its proper function and helping you live healthfully. Autophagy gets boosted too. Some of those cells that couldn't be repaired can now be recycled for their used parts or thrown into the trash. Cells often live longer, get damaged less, and get repaired more often in this fasted state. This extends human lifespan when applied correctly. This is the part of the diet that interests me the most. I'm not sure you can get the magnitude of these cellular benefits without some sort of caloric restriction. And that's why I'll do this diet again. And not only can it help humans live longer, but live healthier too. It may lower the risk of cardiovascular disease, our number one killer. It's been associated with improved immune function, decreasing symptoms of asthma, multiple sclerosis, and arthritis. And studies are showing benefits of using caloric restriction during cancer treatment to target cancerous cells without harming non-cancerous ones. The more studies I read, the more convinced I've become that some type of caloric restriction has vital benefits. Benefits that I don't want to miss, even if the process sucks. It's funny, when I told people about this diet that I was doing, I got the same response from a lot of people. That can't be healthy. But identifying those reasons has been a little bit difficult. Does this type of five-day caloric restriction reduce muscle mass? A study this year on healthy young adults showed no loss in muscle mass, strength, and torque. 
Despite the evidence, I made sure to exercise lightly throughout the five-day fast, a few 20-minute rowing sessions along with bodyweight squats, push-ups, and pull-ups just to preserve muscle mass as an extra step. So I don't think this is a concern. Does this type of caloric restriction lead to a weight rebound effect? Unfortunately, studies haven't consistently looked at follow-ups to determine that, so we'll wait and see. But at least within the calorie trial, the participants did not develop eating disorders or tendencies toward binge eating. Severe and malnourished caloric restriction has been shown to cause stress, depression, and declining mental health, but controlled caloric restriction with adequate nutrients, like with the FMD, is not generally reported to have negative outcomes. If anything, they're positive. After both fasts, I did eat more immediately afterwards, but quickly returned to my normal healthy diet. And so I just haven't seen a full weight regain, and I don't think this has been an issue, at least for me. Does this type of caloric restriction lead to unhealthy views on food? This is something that I never thought of during my first five-day fast. I was constantly hungry the whole time and just excited to get back to my normal healthy diet. But the second fast was a little bit different. I still had a lot of the same hunger, although it wasn't as bad, until day five when the hunger mostly dissipated. And I started to get a little worried. Would I not want food again the next day? Is it possible that I would no longer want to eat again? As soon as I ate my normal breakfast on day six, those worries evaporated. I was excited to get back to my normal whole foods plant-based diet and just haven't thought about it since. And it turns out the experience of hunger is said to decline as caloric restriction gets expanded in both duration and frequency. And that's what happened to me. It just seemed kind of odd if you aren't aware of it initially. Some studies have even shown that a majority of participants experience an absence of hunger, which is a little ironic. And if anything, it's helped me realize that temporary mild hunger is normal. I can just wait for the next scheduled meal and get back to that healthy eating. And I'm still excited for healthy whole plant foods. So for me, I haven't had any issues with views on food. So here are my final thoughts. I was ready to give this diet four out of five stars and never do it again. That was based upon my previous positive knowledge of the subject, but the discomfort of doing the fast. But reading the latest 2022 review has flipped my thoughts. The benefits seem overwhelming. I think that I should be doing something like this at least every year or so, and so I probably will. And if I do it again next year, I'm probably going to make the recipes myself instead of going through Prolon, because I think I can do it cheaper and healthier. So if I do that, then I'm going to share that with you guys as well. Therefore, I've upgraded the fasting and mimicking diet to four and a half out of five stars, mostly just because it's a temporary diet and because more research is still welcome on the subject. For most people, I think this diet is beneficial, but I'm not sure you should do it. I think focusing on optimizing the breakfast, lunch, and dinner that you eat every day is gonna have a lot more dramatic effects than this next shiny object that you do every few months. It's so hard to change behavior that I'd rather have people focus all their energy and effort on getting the diet right. And if your diet is right and it's dialed in and you're looking to take that next nutritional step, then I think the FMD is a good option for that. Any questions, drop them in the comments below. I'll be happy to answer them. And for now, these are my latest habits for health excellence. Thanks for joining me in the My Health Sciences Weekly Podcast, where I detail my habits for health excellence. If you'd like to receive weekly updates on the three most important things I've read, watched, and listened to within the past week, sign up for the My Health Sciences Weekly Newsletter. Those on this list will never miss any of the latest and most important information I share about habits for health excellence. Thanks again, and I look forward to talking with you again next week.